When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome. So tonight we have Jim Majors and Mr. Batman on the topic, Did the Flood of Noah Happen? And uh, this should be a great one, and it'll be a respectable one. And I uh, can't wait for to get going here. Um, so we got Mr. Batman is on the affirmative. He uh, He's going in the affirmative, and also J- or Jim Majors will be going in the negative. So before we get going, uh, I would like to let each interlocutor um, give an introduction to themselves and also, um, you know, explain about their channel and things going on there. Um, so maybe, uh, Jim, if you want to start off with what you're doing and uh, we'll get this going. Sure. Uh, hi, everybody. I'm Jim Majors. I have a YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Jim Majors. And this is my mustache. He does not have a YouTube. Uh, I am currently a doctoral candidate, and I am studying the Old Testament and Hebrew Bible, focusing on the Book of Daniel. And I am happy to be here. Would love your sub, or you can follow me on Twitter at the Jim Majors. Uh, thanks for having me. Thank you, Jim. And Mr. Batman, you're next. Go ahead when you're ready. Why, thank you. Thank you. I am Mr. Batman of MrBatman.com. I'm a Bible-believing, Torah-observant Christian and destroyer of false worldviews. I uh, can prove that the Bible is true and correct right from the very first verse. If you'd like to find all about me, you can visit my website at MrBatman.com. I have my, all my information's on there, so you can ask questions. We can actually have discussions back and forth, and a link to my Discord is on there as well. Awesome. Can't wait to get this discussion off and running here. Um, so there'll be two 10-minute openings, a six-minute cross-exam, then a 60-minute open discussion, and then a question and answer period. So, Jim, when you're ready, go ahead and start with your opening, and we'll get going. Oh, the affirmative uh, Mr. Batman was going first. Oh, okay, so, yeah, Mr. Ben, you want to go first? Do you, um, so when you sure, wanna... I can do that. Yeah, so I'll, I'll, I'll take time and uh, I'll give you maybe a one minute or two minute warning when you are about ready to finish there. No problem at all. Um, I'll go. So let me know when I can get started. Yeah, the floor is yours. Thank you very much. Easy for me to say. Uh, well, thank you very much for having me. I do appreciate this opportunity to talk to you about the historicity of the scripture and the truth of the flood of Noah. Now, there's many different evidences for the flood of Noah, and we're going to go over a few of those tonight, not least of which is the fossil evidence. Fossils are billions with a B, dead things laid down by sedimentary layers of water all over our planet. Now, again, sedimentary layers of, uh, of rock are also evidence of a global flood. Uh, and all of these are great, and I love science. But first of all, I'm going to talk about the scripture. Because the scripture is perfectly true. It's perfectly accurate. And as a matter of fact, Jesus actually quotes the scripture. And the scripture itself is prophetic. Prophecy uh, uh, is, again, uh, predictive. And it actually, uh, again, tells us in 
scripture, starting around Genesis chapter 5, verse 3, these names in the scripture. The names in the scripture, starting with Adam, Adam means man. Uh, each and every single one of these names has a specific meaning in Hebrew. Uh, Adam means man. Then you have Seth, Enosh, Kenan, Mahalalel, Jared, uh, Enosh, Methuselah. Methuselah's, Methuselah's name is really cool because his name means his death will bring Lamech, then Noah. Now, also, when you look at Mahalalel, that name means the living God. So when you look at all these names in genealogical order, and again, a, a, a prophecy, again, is always through the scripture. Uh, Prophecy is repeated over and over again, and it shows us in the Old Testament uh, that when it happens, it's prophesied in the Old Testament, and it's validated in the New. The Old Testament is the New Testament concealed, and the New Testament is the Old Testament revealed. So let's go back and look at these names one more time in the Scripture. Adam means man. Seth means appointed. Enosh means mortal sorrow. So when you get go through these names in chronological order, It says, man is appointed mortal sorrows, but the living God shall come down teaching his death will bring. Whose death? God's death will bring the despairing comfort and rest. And Noah's Noah's name literally means comfort and rest. So uh, again, we're going to be talking about the fact of what Noah did with his family, uh, how he created uh, an ark. And that ark, again, is another allusion to what Jesus did. Jesus is our ark. We enter into his covenant, the ark of the covenant. Wow, this will preach right there. So all these go back to the scripture and the prophetic nature of the scripture that are always backed up by the scientific nature that we see throughout our graveyard of a planet. Now, uh, why do I say it that way? Because, again, we see billions with a B of dead things laid down by sedimentary layers of water all over our planet. Not least of which would be uh, fossilized clams and other um, ocean-type creatures all over the planet on these things, on these, um, excuse me, on these mountains way above sea level. Um, uh, Right across the mountain uh, range of Mount Everest, we see billions of fossilized clams. Well, Why is that interesting? Why is that even important? Well, these fossilized clams are fossilized in a closed position. So that means that this is, again, a catastrophic event, not just a localized catastrophic event, but a global catastrophic catastrophic event. Because right out through the scripture, it talks over and over again about how God judged the world with the flood, not just a certain area, but judge the entire world with a flood. So when we look at that, we also see that Noah was special. Noah found favor in the eyes of God. Why is that? Because Noah was blameless in the sight of God. Uh, Again, he was actually doing what God said do. This is why I try and be as, walk as close to my Messiah as possible. I want to be blameless as well. Blameless simply means that you're doing it to the best of your ability. You're following the Torah, the law of the living God. And once you see that Jesus himself, the founder of our faith, the founder of all truth, wisdom, and knowledge, quotes the Old Testament and quotes the fact of the global flood, then it cannot be refuted because Jesus, the author of truth, cannot be wrong. So that's one more thing of of that area as well. Not to mention that when we see these, um, again, sedimentary layers of rock all over our planet, 
um, a lot of people think a uniformitarian type of mindset that you have this rock that's laid down and all these fossils are laid down and then there's long periods of time that goes by and then more rocks are laid down. But wait a minute, there should be, if this is the case, there should be evidence of erosion, of animal life, uh, of burrows, whatever you want to call it, between these sedimentary layers of rock. We never see that. Why is this? Because these are evidences of basically what we would see as a global tsunami. And we can see evidence of that, of tsunamis that we know that happened hundreds of years ago, some uh, one in Japan about 800 years ago, that give us this very same effect. Not to mention the Grand Canyon. The Grand Canyon has this very same effect as well. We have we see the sedimentary layers of the rock. The Grand Canyon, people say, oh, it takes billions of years for that, that uh, river to carve out the Grand Canyon. No, it was a washout because we actually have a miniature Grand Canyon in Mount St. Helens. About 140th of the size of the Grand Canyon looks exactly like the Grand Canyon. So once again, there's all kinds of evidences for the flood of Noah, for uh, the, the fact that God judged the entire world with this flood. And again, this again is prophetic. Just as in the days of Noah, and this is the New Testament, just as in the days of Noah, God judged and he's going to come like a thief in the night. And we will go into that as well, because uh, prophecy is predictive. Prophecy is pattern. Pattern is prophecy. When we see these patterns in the Old Testament, they're so we can know what's going to happen in the New Testament. They're so we can know what's going to happen in the future. God wants us to be aware that he will come to judge the world. But guess what? He's also made us some promises. These are called covenants. He made a covenant that he would never again judge the world with a global flood. Next time he's going to do so, he's going to judge the world with fire. He's going to burn it up. It also gives us the, the prophetic pattern of the six-day week that we've had 6,000 years. And again, I'm a young earth creationist. We've had 6,000 years, and we're just about to the end of that 6,000-year time frame where Christ is going to return. And again, as a thief in the night, he's going to make his return, and he's going to set up his millennial reign on the earth. So, Pattern being prophecy, the Bible being completely true. Science cannot be done without the God of the Bible. All these are my evidences for the flood of Noah. The, no, the name itself means comfort and rest. And it is, again, a prophetic picture towards the Messiah. And I concede the rest of my time. Great. So you had two minutes to spare. We can add that to another period and later on if you want, uh, Batman. That's okay. Okay, um, so Jim, when you're ready to do your opening, the floor is yours, and we'll start when you're ready, when you, your first word. Sure. All right, thank you so much. Well, uh, we were supposed to hear evidence of the flood of Noah, but unfortunately, it seems Mr. Batman didn't have enough time to give us any. Uh, many of you are asking, Jim, why are you debating this dumb topic with your amazing mustache and your ruggedly handsome features? Well, it's because people still believe that Noah's flood with the arc and the animals and the incest actually happened. So I thought it best to take this opportunity to, to uh, counter this nonsense. But why is Mr. Batman here? Well, because when apologists were looking for a debater to defend the global flood, they thought it was best to send a sub. When apologists defend the flood of Genesis, they don't talk about how it's actually two different narratives woven into one, narratives that are actually closely related to earlier Mesopotamian flood narratives. 
we're to expect that the Genesis flood story is actually a historical narrative instead of an adaptation of earlier ancient, ancient Near East flood stories to suit the monotheistic faith of the Israelites. We're to believe that some 4,000 years ago, a 600-year-old man and his 100-year-old sons built a 450-foot-long ark out of wood in a place with no trees. Then they collected pairs of every kind of animals and put them on the ark. They did this because God regretted making humans and decided to destroy, to destroy them all. He didn't regret it that much because he didn't destroy Noah and his family. Uh, he saved them so that he could repopulate Earth with the humans that he regretted making. And to destroy all of life on Earth, God caused it to rain for 40 days and nights, killing everything that moves and breathes upon the face of the Earth. Of course, he also killed nearly all of the freshwater fish uh, and a good portion of the saltwater life that also uh, would be sensitive to their environments. Uh, we're supposed to believe that the animals survived on the ark for over a year without adequate food and fresh water and then survived once the waters receded. With no vegetation, somehow the herbivores didn't die, uh, even with there being only two of each kind. Those who somehow managed to survive on lichens or whatever fungi they could uh, find would be uh, eaten quickly as the carnivores would naturally have to prey upon the pairs of other animals. Uh, and then you can't even get into gestation periods and single births and how long it would take to repopulate these, these uh, populations. But it, it's, it's ridiculous to even talk about it. Just have to put that out there. Uh, we are to believe that the, that God flooded the entire world 22 feet over the top of the highest mountain uh, Mount Everest being the highest point above sea level at over 29,000 feet high. So 22 feet above whatever that is. That's what we're supposed to believe. <sighs> Believing that the, uh, that the flood is true because you believe that Moses accurately recorded it is like providing proof of the historicity of Batman through the written word of Mr. Freeze. There were no winners in the Genesis flood, according to the Bible, because God gave them the rainbow as a precipitation trophy. Because apparently refracted light didn't exist before the flood. Uh, so I don't know what the gay people wore before the flood. That, that was probably very difficult for them. Um, how much time do I have left? Um, you have seven minutes. Okay, th there's, there's so much that, that I can get into. But the problem is that there is so much... Uh, so many attempted defenses. Some people claim that the Ark was found or this or that or some other thing. So the only thing that I could do would be to offer a rebuttal to Mr. Batman's uh, claims, but that wouldn't be fair. It's just my opening statement and not a rebuttal. Um, so I'll just uh, outline some other problems. Um, two of every kind of anim animal uh, for over a year. You've got many species, many kinds, if you will, that... Um, don't even live that long. They don't even live a year. You've got dragonflies. Um, all three or 4,000 species of dragonflies die within four months. Four months is the maximum lifespan. Uh, the house mouse, a year. So that's pushing the limits. Doesn't allow them time to, to procreate. Um, the, the food, the fresh water on the ark for not just Noah and his family, but for all the animals where was all of that? Um, the the waste removal, um, the problem of where did all of the flood water go? Uh, where did it come from? Um, if it came from the depths and everything gushed forward from uh, from the, the waters of the deep, then why weren't all of the the marine life instantly 
boiled, uh, just poached in, just right there instantly. Um, how did Noah survive in a boat with very poor insulation, uh, with being that high up in elevation, uh, with that low of an oxygen content? Um, there's, there's a lot of problems with this story and you don't have to graduate Sunday school to, to see that. Um, I'm, I'm personally ready for the, the cross examinations. I mean, there's, there's really too many different directions to go in. Awesome. So you got about three to four minutes to spare. Um, I guess we can add that to another period if you want to, and you're, if you have a closing or something, you want to add that to. Sure. That's um, fine. Whatever. So we have now we're going to go into the cross-examination period, six-minute cross-exams. I'm not sure the, the order you guys want to. We can go reverse order. We can start with Batman. It's up to you guys. It's Yeah, I'll let you guys pick on that one. How about well, start I'm Batman? fine either way. Okay. Is Batman okay? Like is, is that okay, Jim? I'm sorry, Batman in there? Or? That's fine. All right, awesome. Okay. Um, so the floor is yours, Batman. We got six minutes. Um, so when you want to get going, we'll get going here. Certainly. Um, again, you said there was a problem with uh, the Bible itself and the, the historicity of Noah's flood. Uh, where did the flood water come from and where did it go? Well, the water is still here. I mean, if you haven't noticed, about 75% uh, of our planet is covered with water. As a matter of fact, it talks about the great fountains of the deep broke open. And you're right, it would have been like a pressure cooker. And that's why all that water exploded into the atmosphere. So it's still here. It never went anywhere. Um, when you're talking about um, the, the animals and the animals, where did they come from? Oh, excuse me. No free show for the missus here. Um, um, when we're talking about uh, these animals, there was more than two of each kind, sir. You need to read your scripture. As a matter of fact, there was two of the unclean hold on, and seven uh, of the clean. I, I didn't say two of each kind. I said pairs. Yeah, hold on here. I think this is a cross-examination period. If you could um, ask in a question format. Sure. Okay, great. Sure, no problem. Uh, again, I, I, I'm in my teaching mode. Pardon me. Oh, yeah. uh, but again, uh, when you're talking about the, the, the water, where did it come from and where did it go? I mean, it's still there. So again... Why would you have a problem with the water since we do see that 75% of our planet is still covered with water? Because 100% of our mountains are not. Okay. And are you familiar with how that, again, the Bible talks about certain areas raised up and other areas went down? Sure. So, again, the scripture is true, and we can we can bank on that. You also said that there was no wood. Where do you get that there was no wood where uh, Noah built his ark? was not sufficient wood to provide the the, the timbers the, the the planks that he would require he didn't build it out of sticks well, i know that sir but why where do you get that there was no wood not that there was no wood not sufficient wood to build a 400 okay where do you get there was not sufficient wood no, uh, well, where, where do you think noah built his ark? well i'm sorry this isn't this is my, my cross-examination but depending on where you think he built his ark uh, most people believe that he built his ark in an area that did not have much much wood at all, uh, very many trees at all, especially not enough trees to to build a 450 foot long vessel. Uh, uh, it's not to mention harvesting all that wood at 600 years old. I'm sorry, sir. The, the problem with your mentality is you're making a claim without justification. So you could believe that all you want. That's called a belief. 
But yep. there's no justification for stating that there was no wood or not enough wood. As a matter of fact, what is gopher wood? Because that's what it says the, the right. ark was created out of. So again, there, apparently there was plenty of it there because God provided for that. This is the God that provides. Jehovah Jireh is one of God's names. He provides. So if he tells you to do something, he's going to provide you all the raw material necessary for you to do what he tells you to do. So once again, I'm going to ask you, where? what is your documentation that states somewhere, some, you, you must have gotten this idea from someplace that there was not enough wood or not a sufficient amount of lumber for him to build that type of material, that type of structure. I mean, unless you think that he lived in the middle of a forest, then yeah. Yes, sir. He did live in the middle of the forest. Oh, I mean, okay. because be, before there, before the global change, before the flood occurred, uh, the 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 planet itself was much different than it is today. Now, again, you don't know that there was not enough lumber there. This is simply a and belief you system that you're portraying. Uh, again, I know what the Bible says to be true, so I have no problem with that. You know uh, what? Now, the Bible you also says. said that. I'm sorry. What? You know what the Bible says. You don't know that what it says is true. No, actually, I do know what it says is true because I know what truth is. Well, are you going to try and say something like Jesus is the truth? Yes, sir, I am. Would you like to discuss okay. that? Truth equals Jesus. Uh, well, it's not relevant, but... Actually, it is, because truth is that which comports with reality. Did I happen to mention I'm a, 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 a philosophy major as well? I love truth. Now, the fact of the matter is you cannot know truth without the God of the Bible. Now, you also, now we'll go down that path a little bit later. Because your but again, you do it however you want. Okay, that's fine, sir. But the fact of the matter is you said that these animals could not have survived. Once again, God could have provided a number of different avenues, not least of which could have been something called hibernation. Are you familiar with hibernation? Yes, I, I am. One minute. Okay. Thank you. So once again, there's a number of different avenues which God could have provided. Jehovah Jireh, the God who provides, could have provided a number of different avenues for all of these things which you think are problems, which are not a problem if you look at them from the biblical format. I concede the rest of my cross-examination. Great. Um, so now we'll go to Jim Major's cross-examination. And on your word, um, the floor is yours. Okay. Uh, what year was the flood? It was about 4,500 years ago. About 4,500 years ago. Okay. Uh, yes, sir. What, what happened to the freshwater species? Well, they're still alive today, sir. You do know that when saltwater and freshwater, uh, uh, even today, they are separated, and there is a boundary there that keeps them separated. God provided, again, for the freshwater animals, just like he provided for all the different animals that did not have to be on the ark. God didn't say that Noah had to bring the fish onto the ark. Why? Because God provided for those animals. We're talking about torrential situations. We're not talking about stagnant water that is that is uh, that is allowed to separate. Uh, but okay, yes, sir. Um, are you aware that there that the Genesis flood narrative is made up of two narratives? Actually, no, sir. It's made up of the one narrative, the one flood occurrence that other people wrote about over the earth. Matter of fact, there's about seven, if I remember correctly, seven or eight different flood narratives from different cultures all over our planet. But they all based it. As a matter of fact, the Japanese one is exceedingly interesting. Uh, their pictographic language goes down this route as well. As a matter of fact, their, their picture of a boat is a structure with eight people on it. Wow, that's pretty cool. But anyway, the fact of the matter is that we know that that there was one flood, but many people wrote about the one flood. So once again, it's not hard to understand. 
when was when was that flood that the uh we say the chinese wrote about mm -hmm. about 4500 years flood? ago i'm sorry about 4500 years ago and the ones that the mesopotamians wrote about about 4500 years ago okay and the akkadians the assyrians all, all about 4500 years ago they all okay. wrote about the same event, sir. But again, as a matter of fact, okay. you won't find any writings, anything like that, that's older than about 4,000 years old. Why is that? Because God wiped this planet clean with a global flood. He judged it with a global flood. We don't have we we have people that say, oh, this particular uh, thing of antiquity is six thousand years old writing. We don't know that. Uh, you can claim it all you like, but any type of uh, writings and any type of civilization that we have that we can document cannot be documented more than about forty five hundred years, including the Bible. Uh, actually, sir, the Bible itself that we have today was not written, Including it was actually transmitted, I'm sorry, sir, I'm still talking. Again, it was it's transmitted orally, but again, that's called the Torah. The Torah was given to Adam and Eve right from the very beginning. Okay. It was given to so Cain and Abel right from survive. the very beginning. I'm sorry, what? But the Torah survived. Yes, sir, God's word never dies. God's word never changes. It says in Psalm 19, verse 7, it says the Torah of Yahuwah is perfect, reviving the soul. Perfect things never change. Okay, perfect things never change so god is perfect so the fact that he regretted having made man mm -hmm. uh, and then was going to kill them all and then changed his mind again saying that oh well even though i regret it i'm i'm going to save this one that that's not changing to you i'm sorry sir did you not uh, hear what i said about genesis 6 verse 9 these are the generations of noah and noah was a righteous man. Uh-oh, that kind of kind of puts a crimp in your argument right there. Blameless right, in his man. generation, Noah walked with God. What's that mean to walk with God? Jesus said, uh, to walk with walk God as means he to walked. get drunk on your own wine, pass out naked in a tent, and then curse your son when he looks at oh, you. Oh, yes, sir, we all have sinned. Brother. All have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, but he repented about that, sir. As a matter of fact, when he did that, when he actually had that problem, mm -hmm. he wasn't aware of fermentation at the time. That was kind of a problem. That was something new that came about. Oh, he wasn't aware of fermentation. Where, where do you where do you get that? Uh, from the scripture, sir. Now, as a matter no, of fact, uh, well, no, you're right. It's actually I won't be able to provide you a chapter and verse on that. But the fact of the matter is, when we're looking at the scripture, we can trust the scripture to be true. God's word is truth. Psalm 119, verse 160. It says, the sum of, that would be all of it, the sum of your word is truth and all of your righteous rulings endure forever. So let me get this straight. The Bible is true because the Bible says it's true. No, sir. The Bible is true because it, I'm sorry, sir. Um, one moment, please. The Bible is true because it comes from an eternal, universal, and unchanging lawgiver God. And how do you know that? Because without him, you could not know anything. How do you know it comes from God? Because God is the foundation for all truth, just like he's the foundation for all good. Now, How if you're you going to know anything to be true, sir, one of two statements has to be true. Either A, you have to know all things, or B, you have to have a relationship with the one who knows all things. Very simple statements like one finger plus one more finger is always an only two fingers. That statement cannot be absolutely known to be true unless you A, know all things, and we don't, because something out there in the universe could prove you wrong about that. Or B, you have a relationship with the one who does know all things, so you couldn't be wrong about that. What kind of relationship do you have with that person? A perfect one.
One you cannot deny. Mm -hmm. Romans chapter one, starting at Romans chapter one, starting at verse eighteen. It says, "For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven." This is called a revelational epistemology. All all, all you're telling me is that the Bible is true because the Bible says that it's true because the Bible says that. Okay, sir. Let me ask you a question, sir. What is your definition of truth? Apparently, we're we're talking past one another. Definition. I'm sorry. What? That which comports with reality. It's very simple. Oh, I love it, sir. The justified yeah. true belief. The correspondence sure. here of reality. true belief. Yes. In order for you to have truth, that which comports with reality, you must have reality, time, space, and matter. Where does time, space, and matter come from so you no, can you know anything to be true? justification and truth. In order to have justification, does your justification inside exist inside of time, space, and matter? Everything does, including your presumed uh, revelation. Actually, yes, sir. The revelation does exist inside of time, space, and matter, and it is justifiable. That's why it's true. But I'm asking you once again, sir, is your justification for any claim that you're making, does it exist inside of time, space, and matter? Of course. Great. So where does time, space, and matter come from so you can know anything to be true? Hold on. This is Jim's cross-examination. Can we stick with Jim here? Sure. (laughs) Okay, so... Why do you believe that the Bible is true? Just because without it, me, you cannot know anything to be true. It's like an elevator speech. Actually, no, sir, I'm not. I'm actually pointing out okay. that without the God no, of the no, Bible, I'm asking if you can. I'm sorry, what? I'm asking if you can. Can what? Tell me why you believe the Bible is true. I am, sir. Because without the God of the Bible, you cannot know anything to be true. Where okay. do laws of logic come from so you can identify your statement to be true? Give me evidence for that claim, the claim that without God, that there is no truth. Okay. Without God, there is no truth because without God, you could not identify a statement that you are claiming to be true. Where does the law of identity come from? The law of identity is eternal, universal, and unchanging. Please wait. You ask me a question, allow me to answer it. Now, the law of identity is eternal, universal, and unchanging, and it's absolutely necessary for you to know anything to be true. It's actually called a necessary precondition of intelligibility. So in order for you to know any statement to be true, you must have the law of identity. Where does that come from? Why does it not change over time? And why is it going to be here tomorrow so you can know things to be true tomorrow? I don't have to know the answer to that question in order to know what comports with reality. So you're asking me a question when you still haven't answered my question. How do you know that the Bible is true? Because without it, you can't know anything to be true. And you just told me you don't know anything to okay. be true. Thank you very the, much for playing. Without the Bible, many things have been realized to be true. Okay. Uh, no, sir. The, the, the internet it was invented without the Bible. The Bible wasn't taken into consideration Actually, no, sir, when wasn't. the internet was invented. Actually, no, sir, it wasn't. One minute. Because without the but without the Bible, you don't have laws of nature like laws of chemistry, laws of electromagnetics, the laws Bible of thermodynamics. Of I'm sorry, sir. Without the, I'm sorry, sir. Without the God of the Bible, you don't have these laws that don't change over time. Where do laws of physics I'm not come from? About the so God you of the can Bible. do. I'm talking, I'm, about, I'm talking about the God of the Bible, sir, because the Bible about, comes from the God of the Bible. Bible specifically. I'm talking I'm about the about Bible, the sir. The Bible is the Word of God. I'm asking you about the validity of the Bible. Some time here just to ask this question. It's not, yeah, I'm not right. asking about the God of the Bible. I'm asking about the Bible itself. How do you know that the Bible is true? Because the Bible is the word of God. It comes from God. Okay. And so how because, you know that I'm sorry, sir, one God. moment, please it, allow me to finish answering the question. Thank no, you very I will, much. I will butt in whenever I deem necessary. This is my cross-examination. All right, sure, and I can just continue to talk then. 
Because again, you it, asked me a question. I'm going to answer. Actually, um, this is now the end of the cross examination period, cool. so we can add this into the open discussion. You guys can continue, and uh, when you guys go ahead and start, so it's a sixty-minute period. Okay. So once again, sir, you keep asking me about the Bible. The Bible is the word of the living God. It's absolutely true. Jesus said in John 14, 6, he is that? the way, the truth, and the life. So without you know that's true Jesus, because the Bible yes, says it's true. No, sir. I know it's true because without Jesus, there is no such thing as truth. Without the God of the Bible, the Bible you, can, you cannot have laws of logic. You cannot have laws of nature. Without you the God of the Bible, I'm sorry, sir. I'm sorry, sir. Hello. Hello, sir. Hello. Okay. If I'm Are we going to have a conversation? Because if you would like to have a conversation, I'm happy to do that. But if all you're going to do is talk to. over so me. It has to be, the conversation is two-sided. Yes, sir, it is. But I'm still trying to ask you a couple basic questions. You, sure. seem to have a you, have, you seem to have a problem with the Bible. The Bible itself is the word of the perfect creator God. It is the perfect signal that comes from the perfect transmitter. Now, we, the imperfect receiver, we get it wrong sometimes. But the fact of the matter is, in order for us to have laws of logic, such as the law of identity, non-contradiction, and excluded middle, you must have an eternal, universal, unchanging mm -hmm. lawgiver. Right. So where do those come yeah. from so you can know anything to be true? How do you determine that an author is writing text and it, uh, under the inspiration of God? Do you know what the word inspiration means here? I don't care what your definition of inspiration is. I'm asking you the question. Uh, yes, sir. And in order for us to be on the same page, you need to understand what the word inspiration means. Do you know inspired, what the word inspiration? I thought you divinely. said you were. Yes. Inspired divinely. Thank you very much. Okay. Sir. It's not very difficult. Okay, how is do it? you know that it was inspired divinely? Because God used holy men of old to give us his perfect signal. Now, How so you, you know could know things to be true, sir. For and what can be known about plan. God is plain to them because God has shown it to them. And, Namely, and his eternal power. Hang on to this, sir. Hang on one moment, sir. This is Romans chapter 1, starting at verse 19. For what can be known about God? You're asking all these questions about knowledge. For what can be known about God is plain to them. Why? Because God has shown it to them. Namely, his eternal power, his divine nature. Hold on to this one. His invisible attributes have been clearly perceived clearly seen ever since the creation of the world and everything that has been made so that you, sir, have no excuse. Claiming yourself to be wise, you have become a fool. Now the fool is the one who says in his heart, there is no God. His invisible traits have been seen. Yes, sir. Okay, just making sure that, that you, 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 you heard that. Yes, sir. His okay. invisible traits have been plainly, clearly seen, clearly perceived ever since the creation of the world. So nobody's has an excuse, sir. Not you, not me, not anybody. What do you think? How do you think the loving, living, logical creator God makes his invisible attributes plainly seen to his entirety of his creation? I'm sorry, what? How do you think? What is the process in which God is making his logical living uh, his attributes made known to the entirety of his creation how does he make his attributes known to the entirety of his creation well i don't make the claim that he does so you would have to tell me how he does that oh i have no problem with that sir because he gives us laws that you cannot justify without him such Through as laws of humans? logic such as laws of logic laws Through of physics humans. 
Look, no, sir, not through a fallible human, through mm. us identifying everything that is in the physical world. You cannot identify oh. anything in the physical world without the eternal, universal, mm. and unchanging laws of logic, laws of physics, laws of mathematics, laws then, of cause and effect. Do you know that without the laws of cause and effect, you could not do science? Why was there a need for God to transmit this message in the first place if, the, if this is inherent knowledge? I'm sorry, sir. It's only inherent knowledge because you inherit it from being a child of the living God. You inherit it because you are created in the image of God. You are an image bearer of God, and the only way you can know this is okay. because you have a conscience. The word conscience is actually a compound word. Here's where I'm going to be a substitute and teach you a little something today. Please the word don't. conscience I, means con means with, science means knowledge. So you are built in with knowledge of certain things, sir. Where does that knowledge come from and how do you know it? Okay, we're not going to shift the goalposts here. We're talking about the Genesis flood narrative and how you know that the claims made in the Bible are true. And so far, all you've told me is that we know that they're true because the Bible says that they're true. And when I pursue that even further, you claim that you know that they're true because these people who wrote it claim that it was divinely revealed. But you're not telling me how you can... Uh, how you can verify that um as far as i can see this is a a it's not a claim that is falsifiable actually sir um science doesn't deal in falsifiability it only deals in what is testable really? observable repeatable it's called operational science it's called really? observable science now if you're talking about falsifiability then can you falsify the fact that there was a flood can you falsify that um, yeah, actually, I, I can. You can do it through through geology, through genealogy, through zoology, through dendrochronology, through archaeology. Uh, there, there are several different methods that we can use, actual uh, methods that we can use that are predictive, uh, that are much more reliable than, than something that you find predictive, like uh, uh, prophecy, um, which I, I found I love prophecy, that prophecy is predictive. Whenever yeah. it's only predictive um, uh, after the fact. Actually, sir, you keep using these words that end in ology, which is science. Science cannot it's, be done without no, the God of the Bible. It's study, the study of. Oh, yes, the study. That's science, the study of. In order to study something, you have to be able to identify what it is you're studying. That's the law of identity. Compare and contrast it with things you're not studying. That's the law of non-contradiction. And it's true you're either studying it or it's not true. That's the law of the non okay. the, the law of non-contradiction. So okay. where do these laws of logic come from so you can engage in any ology way? whatsoever i have no idea but i don't need to have an answer to that to know what is uh uh what is what is testable what is repeatable uh what what could what comports most with reality i'm sorry sir in order to comport with reality you'd have to be able to explain to me where time space and matter comes from and no, time space and matter had a beginning since no, time space and matter had a beginning i'm sorry sir one moment please one moment time space and matter itself had a beginning and since time, space, and matter had a beginning, whatever caused it to begin, and again, this is one of these pesky natural laws called the law of cause and effect, whatever caused time, space, and matter to begin must be timeless, spaceless, immaterial, all-powerful, all-knowing, a loving, living, logical Elohim. That's God. Loving, now, sir, you seem, you seem like to know a few of, things, but you cannot justify how anything you know. That sounds like a lot of unjustified steps that you're taking. You're saying that it came I can from justify every one of them, sir. This intelligent being, and not just any intelligent being, but my intelligent being.
I, I can justify every one of them, sir. Time itself not had a beginning. Do you agree with that? Do you agree that time had a beginning? Not without a presupposition. You cannot defend that. I don't have a presupposition, sir, because yes, anybody can start with a presupposition. I'm sorry, sir. Hello. Uh, again, I don't have a presupposition. Uh, again, you any any atheist can have a presupposition. You are a presuppositionalist. Sure. I'm a covenantalist, sir. I have sure, a covenant I with the living God. I have not. a covenant with the living, loving, logical, lawgiver God of the Bible. Now, this is the reason I can know things to be true is because of that covenant with that lawgiver God. I have justification for my presuppositions. You do not. You cannot give me justification for your presupposition that, one, your God is the cause of all of this, and two, that the Bible is the true revelation of that God's desire. Actually, I can, sir, because I don't have a presupposition. I have a, exactly a dictator. I have a king. That king dictates. I have a king, sir. That king dictates reality morality and truth and if you accept what he dictates then you get to live in the real world knowing moral statements to be true Highly and if you don't i'm sorry sir if you don't accept what god dictates as reality morality and truth and guess what you don't get to live in the real world you get to live in a fantasy world of your own making not knowing why it's wrong for you to be a pedophile can you tell me sir is morality where does that come from Morality has nothing to do with Noah's Ark other than the fact that actually God it does, sir, because Noah this is exactly why God judged this is exactly why God judged the entire world with a flood right. because of lack of morality. Immorality is what we call it, sir. Oh, so where did morality right? come from? As a matter of fact, you mentioned incest in your mm -hmm. opening arguments earlier. Yeah. So why is it wrong to be a pedophile? What does pedoph pedophilia have to do with incest? Well, wouldn't that be having sex with somebody you should not have sex with? Wouldn't you agree that pedophilia is wrong, sir? See, most people, I used to go to the homosexual argument, but now most people just accept homosexuality like it's normal. So most people, even like yourself, would have to agree that pedophilia is wrong. Would you agree, sir, that pedophilia is wrong? You, uh, you're, you're conflating terms. Well, what, what do you think pedophilia means? Um, well, let's go ahead and go to worst case scenario of pedophilia, sir. Would you agree that a, an adult having sex with an infant is absolutely wrong and will never produce offspring? It's not pedophilia. Okay, what is it then, sir? Uh, well, it's um, if you're looking at it from a legal standpoint, it would statu it's statutory rape. Okay, sir. I'm not looking at it from a legal standpoint. It's pedophilia. It is actually having sex with a child. No, now, sir, if you would like to have a discussion a about this, where does your morality okay, come well, from? We're, Since we're God judged the entire world here. with a flood because of the immorality of the people, I'm asking you, okay, sir, well, why is it wrong for you to be a pedophile? God flooded the earth because of pedophilia. I'm sorry, sir. I, God judged the world because of immorality. I'm asking you what, about what, where your morality, morality comes from, sir. Why is it wrong for you to be a pedophile? Is it we're, wrong for you to be a pedophile? pedophilia? We're talking about why God flooded the yes, earth. Yes, sir. We're talking about morality. Right, right. God on, judged the I'm entire world. Real quick. Uh, look, you, you can keep pushing your, your this, script or whatever. This conversation has been derailed. We need to get back, the end, back on course. Jim's right. Can we talk about Noah's flood, please? Thank you. Yes, I am talking about Noah's flood. God judged the entire world for what? For immorality, 
for their lack of morality. So where does Jim's morality come from? Mr. Jim, why is it wrong for you to be a pedophile? Because see, this is why God is going to judge the world again with a global fire. He's going to burn everything up. Everything will burn with fervent heat. That's what the Bible says. So, sir, since God, since God judged the world originally because of immorality, and that would in include pedophilia, why is it wrong for you to oh, be a pedophile today? And great. will it always be wrong for you to you be a pedophile? This is off topic. And why, why are you returning to this? I'm not, I'm not off topic, sir, because God yes, judged the world for immorality. The moderator is deemed you off topic. Can we move on? I am moving on, sir. Where does morality come from since God judged <laughs> the world for its immorality? Morality has nothing to do with the historicity of Noah's flood. Uh, let's see here. And I have determined to make an end of all flesh, for the earth is filled with violence through them. Is violent moral, sir? Is violence morality? Behold, I will destroy them with the earth. Make yourself an ark of gopher wood. Make rooms in the ark and cover it inside and out with pitch. What is, would you agree, sir, that violence is immoral? Would you agree, sir, that violence is immoral? I would need you to prove that those claims actually happen. Would you agree, sir, that violence is immoral? has nothing to do with the history. Of Actually, the it does, sir, because this topic. is exactly why the flood of Noah occurred. Now, does morality exist? Does morality exist? Will you ask a relevant, a relevant question or answer mine? Uh, sir, I am answering your question. Does morality no, exist? Yes, sir. Does morality exist? This has nothing to do with the flood of Noah. Actually, right. it does. Batman, um, so can we have, can you, Give more uh, more arguments for the flood itself. I think that's what we're trying to get at here. Yes. I For behold, I will bring a flood of waters upon the earth to destroy all flesh in which is beneath of life or which has the breath of life under heaven, everything that is on the earth, and mm -hmm. it shall die. Right. And I will establish my covenant with you. Why? Why did he establish his covenant with Noah? It's because irrelevant. Noah Doesn't was matter. what? Noah was a righteous man, blameless in his generation. So this is the issue, sir. This is the very Irrelevant. issue on why God judged the world. And I've already given you all kinds of where do where do fossils come from, sir? You can't tell me. You can't tell me why the strata, the 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 the, the layers, the sedimentary layers uh, all over the earth don't have any type of. Uh, uh, changes between the sedimentary layers all these different things are irrelevant sir the fact of the matter is why did god do it you said the bible's not true i'm happy to go there because oh, god judged please do. Entire, I'm, I've been, I've the, been the bible was is very true because god judged the entire world with a flood because the whole world was corrupt and violent and noah was the only righteous man and his family were the only righteous people left and so you only again, know that because the where Bible does your morality again, come from and Bible why is, is it wrong the Bible for you to true. be a pedophile? Again, the Bible is true because the Bible is true. Okay, why is the Bible true? You keep referring back to because that without the God the of the Bible, you cannot know anything to be true. Uh, okay, so two plus two equals four. I can't know that without the Bible. That's quite correct. No, I think you mean according to your worldview that I can't. No, sir. I, I can't you know can't know it to be correct. Didn't we Bible. have this discussion a minute ago? One finger. One finger. One finger plus one more finger. I have to step in here. We, I, I want to try to keep this debate on topic. Can we please stick with evidence for the flood? Yes, sir. I am. And the evidence okay. for the flood is that God judged the world because of <laughs> immorality. 
that is the evidence for the flood right there. It says so in scripture. It says I've so already pointed out fossils. Book. I could point out the ichthyosaur that you can show fossils that are, are fossilized in the process of giving birth or eating one another that are mm -hmm. fossilized in closed positions. These are all right. evidence of an, uh, a, a catastrophic event. Right. That's irrelevant, so, sir, because you went can, right to the incest. We have, you went right to the morality thing. So I'm going to go there and I'm going to quote the scripture that says over and over again that God judged the entire planet yeah. because of immorality. Right. Now, sir, where does your morality come from? And is it wrong for you to be a pedophile? It is irrelevant where my morality comes from. Um, how did dinosaur nest? If it's irrelevant, sir, if, then is it immoral for me to talk over you and not talk to you about this we're topic? We're not talking anymore? about morality. Why is it wrong for me topic, to continue like, on this pastor if it's not script. relevant? Nobody cares about your precept script. Stick on top. I'm not talking about presupposition, sir. I'm talking about <laughs> yes, a living, loving, exactly logical, moral lawgiver. And Whatever, you apparently man, don't like, have I, any morals, sir. Hear, you're the one that brought up Noah and his incest. The sound of fellatio that's like in my ears when you talk. I'm going to have to mute people. If we cannot stay on topic, if you keep on over-talking, we're going to have to do one-minute sessions on each side. Um, so if you guys can try to keep on topic and not over-talk each other, that'd be great. I'm on topic, sir, and I'm not going to leave this topic because he doesn't understand where morality comes from. In his opening statement, it's irrelevant. He, he brought up incest. Now, that's an immoral act. It doesn't now, matter. Again, it's sir, irrelevant. if you're, you're going to talk over it me, I'll just lower your volume and I'll keep you preach, sir. I don't, I don't care. I'll preach to you because apparently you don't have any morality. Like, you see what I mean? It's, it's irrelevant. Your morality is irrelevant, sir? To the to the debate, yes, it absolutely no, is. No, sir, it's not, because the whole debate is based on why God did what he did. You brought up incest. If you had not opened up this can of worms, sir, you wouldn't be sitting in this pile of crap. Now, once again, mm. why is it wrong for you to be a pedophile? I'm Where not going to answer your weird-ass questions, okay, because they have nothing to do with the debate. Okay, Actually, and I want to ask do, you a because question. So Noah was blameless and he was on right Hang on, I'm not finished talking. I'm going to ask you a relevant question since you can't be bothered to do the same. Where did all of the, uh, uh, the predators post-flood get their nutrition from? Where did the herbivores get their nutrition from? Sir, Jehovah Jireh. God provides. Provide them how? Once Give again, would you would you again, sir? That would you agree, sir? That it's wrong for you to be a pedophile? Oh my gosh, you're really stuck on that. Are, are you? I am, are, sir, are, because are you, you brought up incest, and now you don't want to talk about the fact that why God judged you, the entire world with a flood. You, now, again, sir, I can I can show you over and over again, sir, that again the herbivores on, were ready to bullshit, the, the herbivores were ready to be let off the ark because of what. Do you even read your Bible, sir? You said you studied this stuff. <laughs> I, I I studied again. It, it talks about sir that that Noah allowed the the uh, uh, bird off of the ark. Why? To make sure that there was trees already out there, sir. Jehovah Jireh, right. God provided. So these herbivores right. were ready to go. There was trees two that came up within days of the recession of the flood. Of every clean animal. Now, once again, sir, God's word is perfect. And you said something, now you have stepped in it, and now you're going to have to deal with it. Where does your morality come from? Since Noah was a righteous man and blameless right. before God, God. where Mr. does Batman. your morality come from, Ms. sir? Mr. Batman, this is not a debate on morality. Can, we please, so can we please go to Actually, it is now. No, I, it's I've not. Already given I'm, evidence. I, I don't accept He's that He's the one that all. brought up it's incest, and so I'm going to run with it. Yeah, so I don't want to brought up pedophilia, but you... <laughs> 
You brought up incest, sir. Is incest immoral? It's incest, incest is not is incest immoral, what sir. What are you talking about? Is incest and violence, is it immoral? It's irrelevant. What are you talking no, sir. about? You brought what, it up. Is is the things that you bring up are they irrelevant? I'm talking about incest post flood. How? Oh, great, sir. Is it wrong? All of the is it immoral? Is it more? Is it immoral or is it moral? It's irrelevant. Is what it it's is. Not irrelevant because you brought it up. Like, so the fact stupid. of the matter is, sir, it's either relevant to this conversation, it's, which it is, because the no, Bible says no, that Noah was a righteous man, man, blameless in his generation. Now, once again, you brought it up. So, is it wrong for you to be a pedophile? I'm trying to see why you're a sub and not an actual teacher. I am an actual teacher, sir. I teach all grade levels, including special okay. needs. So, don't worry, well, sir. I can I'll, teach you. Filling in and distributing somebody else's curriculum isn't teaching, but whatever you need Actually, to say. Actually, I'm what's called a firefighter teacher, sir. When they don't have curriculum, they call me. And you know what, sir? Like I said, I can teach even you. I'm sure you can. You probably can't teach me something about something, but not the Old Testament. Yeah, hold on, guys. So we need to get back on topic with uh, Noah's Flood. So, Batman, do you have any scientific arguments or any type of historical arguments or anything like that? That'd be great. Yes, sir. I've already given him. And since he brought up incest, I'm like a dog on a bone. I'm not giving this up. The fact of the matter is, he is declaring that the Bible is not true. Well, he can't tell me what truth is or where it comes from. He tells me he knows the Bible is not true. Well, that's a knowledge claim that he can't justify either. And he's also telling me that on after the post-flood that there was incest, which would, of course, be immoral along with the violence. But Noah was a blameless man in the eyes of God. So where does your morality come from, sir? And why is it wrong for you to be a pedophile? Will it always be wrong for you to be a pedophile? to do with my incest claims. Get, get off of that. No, sir, Jeez. I will not. I, I know you won't. You, you, you are obviously compensating. No, sir, I'm not compensating for anything. This is pointless if we keep going back to this morality and pedophilia, like some weirdo. So, Batman, you were yes, talking sir, about you are a weirdo. You were talking about Mesopotamian evidence and things. You, I mean, that would be probably a good area to uh, travel down. Do you want to go through that with Jim? No, sir. Um. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm really good with just going to the 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 Q and A. This guy's really weirding me out. I don't know what his deal is with pedophilia, but. Because you don't have a reason why it's wrong, sir. Without a loving, living, logical lawgiver God who gives you morality, and, and he is the source of all morality that never changes, you could you might think it's wrong for you to be a pedophile today, but you could change your mind and be a pedophile tomorrow, sir. That's why Noah was blameless in the eyes of God. You don't want to look at what the scripture says and you say you study it. The fact okay. of the matter is, sir, the evidence of all of creation declares the handiwork of the creator, including the flood, right. including the sedimentary layers of rock all over our planet. Now, right. I could go back to the because science, the but I'm ha so. I, no, sir, because it's true. And you because don't know what Bible truth is so. because you don't know why it's wrong for you to be a pedophile. Let's move you on. You can't to justify question it answer, outside sir. of the Bible. Next. Yep. Right, so I guess, I guess this is going nowhere. It's just uh, coming to a point where we're just talking over each other. So, um, would you guys mind going into questions and answer, you know, question period, or we can do a, yeah, a, a final closing remark too. Um, so, who? Uh, well, since I guess 
Batman started. So how about you go here, Jay, with your conclude your conclusion, and we'll go to the questions. Oh, um, in conclusion, uh, morality and pedophilia have nothing to do with the flood of Noah and its historicity. Uh, still hasn't been any evidence provided for it other than the Bible is true because the Bible is true because the Bible tells me it's true because the Bible tells me it's true. Just circular reasoning. Um, and then we ended up chasing our tail until I think somebody revealed something a little too much. But other than that, I, I really have nothing to say. I think it's uh, it's pretty self-evident. Anybody with 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 two eyes and a kindergarten diploma can figure it out. Thank you for your conclusion, your concluding remark. Uh, so go ahead, Batman, for your concluding uh, statement, and then we'll go to questions and answers, whatever. Thank you, sir. Appreciate that. Once again, there's all kinds of scientific evidence for the flood of Noah. Uh, not just the fact that we have the historical narrative in the Bible in Genesis chapters 6 through 9, but we also see that the entire world is a fossil graveyard. Lock, rock layers, sedimentary layers of rock laid down by water all over our planet. That's a global tsunami. Graveyards all over the world. When we look at these graveyards, we see all different types of uh, animals in these things. Hundreds of thousands of marine creatures were buried with amphibians, spiders, scorpions, millipedes, insects, reptiles, and a fossil graveyard all over. Uh, more than 100,000 fossil specimens. Wow. That's pretty cool. More than 400 species. Wow, that's pretty all over our planet. Now, uh, it's spectacular when you look at it this way. Not only that, but we have exquisite preservation. We see that even some of the soft tissue has been preserved. Jellyfish have been preserved under catastrophic conditions. Um, some of these buried so fast, virtually alive, they look like they're still swimming. Some of them in the process of giving birth, some of them in the process of eating one another with fine details, including eye sockets. We're talking about tr uh, tr trilobites. We're talking about all these different things. It's amazing when, when you see all this different stuff. We also see no slow and gradual erosion between the layers of sedimentary rock. If there had been uniformitarianism, as this gentleman is claiming, then there should be all this different uh, slow and gradual erosion between the sedimentary layers. We do not see that. Why? Because they were all laid down in a global tsunami. And again, when we look at the Grand Canyon, it also backs that up. Uh, Mount St. Helens backs that up. We also see sea creatures, high and dry sea creatures is what I like to call them. These sea creatures that should be below sea level, and like he even noted himself, are up on the Mount Everest mountain range, the highest mountain range on our planet. Why is that? Because, again, of a global tsunami that happened all over the world. But, but... What the biggest problem is, and he doesn't want to deal with, is why God did what he did. He wants to say the Bible isn't true. He can't tell me what truth is. He can't tell me where it comes from. He can't tell me why he knows it. And he can't tell me why he knows it's wrong for him to be a pedophile. Because, you see, morality only comes from a living, loving, logical, moral lawgiver. Thank you very much. You know, since we did have a little bit extra time... <laughs> <laughs> since we didn't really get into the evidence and uh, for the flood, I, I, I think Batman provided some claims there. If you wanted to address those, Jim, real quick, then we can go. Uh, you're, you're welcome to if you don't want to. That's up to you. Uh, which, which ones? What, um, which I think name? he made some scientific claims um, about the fossils and things. Oh, sure. Um, 
Yeah, just uh, show me a, a human fossil in the same sedimentary layer that has something from the Paleozoic era. Cool with that. And why is it wrong for you to be a pedophile, sir? Man, yeah. there we go. You have no answer. <laughs> Thank you very much. You're weird. We'll just go to the QA here. So, um, the first one. So, what happens with the Q, the Q and or the Q and A is whoever it's addressed to can finish it. So, we'll start off with the questioner to the questioner, then the other one can address, it, and then you can finish with the same person. So, we'll do. We'll start with John Maddox. He says after. After starts, five-minute debate ends, open mic. So this is for John Maddox. He's going to have an after show. I, if people want to check that out, go to his channel. Let's see here. Mark Reed. Send me the link. Um, yeah, it's in the pins if you want to check the pins. But um, can you send the link there, John, f from Logical Probable Plausible? Put that in the uh, chat box. That would be great. So this is a super chat from Mark Reed for $10. So this is at you, Mr. Batman. In the Bible, God put a rainbow in the sky after the flood to show the covenant he made not to flood us again. Do you actually believe that rainbows never occurred before the flood? Well, no, sir, the Bible doesn't say that. He just says he put the bow in the sky. Now, again, I do personally believe that that was the first time that particular type of uh event occurred because this is something very special that god has put as his covenant his sign now again you can look at a covenant i'm sorry sir a covenant it, the question was directed to me you can finish when i'm done because you don't have any reason why it's wrong for you to be a pedophile you sure don't have a reason why it's wrong to interrupt now and, and you once don't have again, any relevant argument once, once again sir thank you very much for playing uh but when you're talking about the evidence of god's love god gives us a covenant in, in the Bible, that would be the very last word, or excuse me, the very last letter of the Hebrew language, which would be a tav. That's the symbol of the cross. God gives us these covenants as a symbol. Now you may answer, sir. You have my permission. Oh, it's okay. I don't need your permission. I don't need to answer. We can continue. Okay, so we got a Doki Doki Bible Club. So this question... I guess is addressed to both of you. Why didn't Noah ha save Goldie Hawn when she fell overboard? So I guess that's a you know a joke or a jest there. If you guys want to, we just go. It wasn't next family. One. Next. <laughs> next. Um. So this one is from John Maddox again. It's logical, probable, plausible. Who do you think won? Come share your thoughts on the after show. Starts five minutes after the debate. Open mic. Thank you, John, for your super chats and contributing to the channel. Um, this is a $5 super chat from Sunflower at Jim. That is one hell of a sunproofing setup. Is that all for your work as an atheist YouTuber, or do you have a side gig? Just curious. Oh, it's nothing. I got these off of wish.com. Uh, <laughs> it's... Uh, uh, I don't know. I think it's pretty decent sound. Uh, no, I just do YouTube. Just um, I did a lot of uh, public appearances. Uh, so just kind of needed it, but it's, I wouldn't really call it a side gig. Thank you. Um, so this is from Doki Doki Bible Club again. He or she sent a, a, um, a super sticker of a, a box of popcorn. Thank you. 
And this is from Zacuse. So, um, I'm not sure how to pronounce this, but Casey Valles on Mars is 1,600 kilometers, 994 miles long. Has outflow channels formed by mega floods. The key thing is that they are smooth and not branching, unlike the Grand Canyon, but similar to Mount Helens, Mount St. Helens. So you guys want to respond to that? Be great. Yeah, I'd, I'd also add to that. Uh, it's curious that. The one in Mount St. Helens is, I believe, uh, Mr. Batman said it was 140th the size of the Grand Canyon, but identical. Um, I'd like for him to possibly explain why there is uneven erosion. If the global flood happened everywhere, why is the one in Mount St. Helens just a mere 40th the size of the Grand Canyon? Oh, that's no problem, because the force uh, of the flood was a lot stronger than the force of Mount St. Helens. What it shows us is that, again, Mount St. Helens was a catastrophe that gave us a, an example of what happened during the global flood. It, it's not exactly proportional. Thank you for your answer. And so we got to go to Doki Doki Bible Club. Thank you again for your super sticker, a red box of popcorn. So uh, Woody also sent a super sticker that says, wait for it, $1.99. Well, thank you for your contributions to the channel, both of you guys or people. Um, Doki Doki Bible Club again. <laughs> so this person likes to send them popcorn a lot, box of popcorn. So I guess they're enjoying this. Um, so we have John Maddox for $5. Thank you, John, for your $5 super chat. Uh, he says, after show kicks off, five minutes after the debate ends, open mic, almost 400 people watching. Smash that like button. Yeah. yeah. So if you guys want to check that out, just go to Logical Probable Plausible, <laughs> Logical Plausible Probable's channel there. Yeah. Tongue twister. So then we have a $5 super chat from Zacuse pedophilia, having sexual feelings towards children, incest, sexual relations between closely related individuals. Neither is a subset of the other. So I think that is directed at you, Batman. My question is, where does his morality come from? The fact of the matter is, we know why God judged the entirety of the planet and why he looked at Noah and his family differently. Because, because he walked blamelessly before the Lord. Because it was full of pedophiles? Sir, the earth was wicked. What does wicked mean and how do you define it? How do you define good without God, sir? You asked me two questions without even answering mine. Mm -hmm. How do you define what good is without God? Well, how so do you, you know it's wrong for you to be a pedophile, sir? You see, without God, you don't know that. You make it oh up as you God, go along. Man. That actually is saying, you're, what you're saying there is you're a law unto yourself. The Bible actually talks about that, too, if you ever bother to read it. Do you, do you read that the pedophilia part a lot? Actually, sir, it's my go-to for people who have no morality like yourself. To go to. Okay, next question. So our next super chat is from Gold Loyalty for $5. Noah was a drunken and apparently and knowing his son biblically after the flood. Was it Ham or Shem that slept with him while he was drunk in the tent? I don't think he slept with him. I think it was that he uh, embarrassed him. Or he revealed something about him, probably mocked his, his genitalia or something along those lines. 
exposed his nakedness uh, and actually no he didn't expose his nakedness but he, he, no, flaunted, already, he, flaunted it, he flaunted it in front of his children as well he no, didn't honor I'm sorry sir I don't think it's my turn to talk now see this is you don't know why it's wrong to be a pedophile you don't know why it's wrong not to interrupt people either this so once again <laughs> thank you very much there for waiting appreciate that sir yeah, so no once again, when you're talking about what the bible says the bible says very clearly that he did something that was wrong now again noah did something that was wrong too the fact of the matter is the bible's quite clear all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of god matter of fact I recommend, Mr. Jim, that you read Ezekiel chapter 18, where it says the soul that sins will die. Next. Right, that's totally relevant to, to our Genesis flood conversation. Okay, so this is from Joshua LX, uh, Super Chat for 499. Thank you for your Super Chat. Excuse me, sir, but you have you ever heard of Atrahasis or Ut? Utenfensitium, or the JEPD documentary hypothesis. I'm not. So this is spelled. Oh, okay. There are two two characters of the uh, ancient Near Eastern uh, flood narratives. The the earlier flood narratives. Um, they aren't named Noah, um, and they're 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 a little bit different. You know, they still have many of the same uh, same same themes. Um, except for, of course, the polytheism in the the uh, the Mesopotamian narratives, um, but the, you you have uh, the ark, the order to bring on animals, uh, the flooding, uh, the the periods, of course, are much shorter, um, and you have uh, I, I believe you have also have the the, the the rainbow that can be that can be argued. Uh, but you have it because of wickedness, because of them being too loud and annoying. Um, and you it, they're generally saved by one of the the other gods who come and give them instructions on how to build a boat behind the other gods backs. Um, but they send a bird out to check. Um, you know, there, there are a lot of similar characteristics. Uh, there's plenty, plenty of evidence to suggest that. Uh, not only is it closely related to these uh, ancient Near Eastern flood stories, but that they are adapted from it. Thank you for that answer. And do you want to address that too, Batman? You can. Certainly. As a matter of fact, it just basically validates that there was one narr one story, one event that actually occurred, and all these narratives descended from that one event. Different people started telling it differently, but there was one event, and that was the global flood of Noah. You can quickly respond to that, Jim, and we got to get to the next one. Sure. Okay. So, uh, how do you know that it wasn't um, like it was stated in the uh, Epic of Gilgamesh or in the uh, the Sumerian flood story um, or in uh, I mean the in, in any of the other narratives, I mean, how do you know it wasn't one of those other individuals with polytheism? I mean, doesn't it make, uh, make a lot more sense that that um, the other gods would want to kill all the humans, but one saved them? But here we have one god who wants to kill all the humans, but he saves them. That doesn't make sense. I'm sorry, sir. In order to have any intelligibility whatsoever, you have to have laws of logic. Where do those come from so you can know it's wrong for you to be a pedophile? That That is not relevant at all. Actually, it is very relevant because you'd have to identify no, what not. you're talking oh about. Oh, gosh. You, you didn't even listen to what I said. I bet you don't even yes, know the Yes, sir, question. I did. 
What, what, what did I ask? What was my question? Uh, sir, I'm asking you a question. Why is it wrong for you to be a pedophile? And how okay. did you identify that without the law of identity? Next question. Right. We got to get you. to the next question now. So um, this is from Brian Stevens. What is this? I thought this was a morality debate. I mean, I thought this. Yeah, he gets this when he says, I thought this was a morality debate. So you guys want to respond to that? You can. <laughs> yes, sir. It is about morality. It's exactly about morality because God saw that Noah was righteous. He was a righteous, didn't say he was perfect, but he was righteous in the sight of God in his generations. Noah actually had the last of the pure genealogy that needed to be descended for the Messiah to come. Once again, we know why God did this. He judged the entire world with a flood because of their wickedness. Their wickedness. Now, yeah. Their wickedness, so, their immorality, so sir. Immorality. So we and know immorality why. So is if, something you don't have any particular definition for. That's if, why you can't tell me if, why if it's wrong for you to you be a pedophile. If somebody told you that your daddy went to prison because he was being bad, uh, is that telling you why he went to prison? I'm sorry, sir. And why is it wrong for you to be a pedophile? I, w unless that's what your dad went to prison for, it's not relevant. I'm sorry, sir. And how would you know that if you don't know why it's wrong for you to be a pedophile? If your daddy went to prison for being a pedophile, does that, okay, does that okay, mean it's wrong you for you to be a pedophile too? All right, I'm going to have to step in here. We're going to have to get the next question now because it's just over talking, attacking past each other now. Yes, there um, we are. Yeah. So this is from Gabriel K, $2 Super Chat. Thank you for your Super Chat. He says, Parrot Maddox become the new Hoven good job. So someone's after uh, John Maddox now, logical probable. <laughs> and we'll go to the next one. It's from Blaster Master 80 Thank you for your $2 Super Chat. Without God, BM thinks pedophilia is okay? Question mark. Uh, don't know sure what that means. No, without God, idea. you cannot know anything at all to be true. And God gives us specific systems. The system of the sexual reproductive system is designed with a purpose. Every single biological system is designed with a purpose. Now, we know it's wrong to always, it's always going to be wrong to be a pedophile. Even when I was an atheist, I knew this because it violates the sexual reproductive system. Unfortunately, Mr. Jim doesn't seem to understand that. So does blowjobs. Okay, so Actually, this... sir, you ought to read the Song of Solomon. You might learn a little something. I, oh, I, I learned qu quite a bit. It was probably uh, the closest thing to point I had when I was a kid. So we're going to the next one, Doki Doki Bible Club for $1.49. Thank you, Doki, again for your contribution. This person, I'm not sure if he or she, Doki, but the purple mustache. <laughs> I'm not sure what that means. Uh, I hope my mustache doesn't look purple because of my shirt, but uh, I guess I'll embrace it. <laughs> <laughs> so this is Jake for D for $5. Thank you for your super chat. It is impossible for morals to come from a god. Noah... Noah world flood is impossible. And the stupidest story copied from the regions that still believe. Okay, then where does morality come from and why does it not change over time? Not only for morality to exist, you have to have an eternal, universal, unchanging moral lawgiver, but you have to have time, space, and matter because that's where we observe moral statements and moral effects to occur. So where does time, space, matter, laws of logic, laws of nature come from so you can observe moral statements? Flip the tape, buddy. Flip the tape. I'm sorry, sir. Truth never changes. 
Oh, I do. And it's true. You theory. don't know why it's wrong for you to be a pedophile. That's why I keep asking that. Is there something on side B or is, it, is this it? There's only one side, sir. Yeah, that's beautiful. I'm glad you love me. <laughs> so this one, thank you for your super chat. This is from Bothell Guy, $5. He says, Batman wants to interrupt because he has no real explanations or understanding of basic science. Oh, he's coming at me, Bothell Guy. Oh, praise. shots fired at the shots moderator. fired. You are a terrible moderator, praise, this time around. Uh-oh. Like kicking the nuts? Yeah. That one well, was... Mr. Mr. Praise, hard. it is me. I mean, you got to understand who you're dealing with. And I'm I'm going to tell you right now uh, that I'm not the easiest person to deal with when it comes to moderating any debate. Just talk to anybody who's debated <laughs> with me before. Oh, yeah. I, but no, actually, I thought you're not that bad. I, I've had way worse, way worse. Um, So we'll go to the next one. $5, Doki Doki Bible Club, $5. What so thank you again. Wow, Doggy just likes to send super chats. It's like the second what is the other one that's um stupid whore energy. That's like the same type of thing going on there. What brand of beard oil, Jim? Uh don't use beard oil. <laughs> so we'll go to Mark Page for four ninety nine. Thank you for your super chat. Mr. Batman, how is your morality objective when the definition of objective is independent of a mind? Um, that's not the definition of objective. Uh, it's a, a, the definition of objective. It must it comes from the uh, objective, objective lawgiver. Subjective would mean it comes from the subject's mind, our mind. It, it's subjectively true that I might like chocolate ice cream. It could be subjective subjectively true that Jim might like vanilla ice cream. It might be subjectively true that praise doesn't like ice cream at all. That's true to the subject, but it's objectively true. It's true in all occurrences that time, space, and matter exist because that's where we see all of these true statements. So objectively true means it's object. It's true in all occurrences. Thank you for your answer there. We're going to go to, let's see here. The Banner of Homura Akimi for $5. Thank you for your super chat. Why are you so obsessed with child predators? Oh, is that to me? Yeah. Um, well, I'm not obsessed with them, sir. See, back, I've been doing this for about 40 years. And back in the day, I used to actually just go to homosexuality because everybody understood that homosexuality was wrong. But now that homosexuality has been embraced like some type of normal lifestyle, when you say, well, why is it wrong for you to be a homosexual? People automatically say, well, there's nothing wrong with that. Well, now I go to pedophilia because people still believe that it's wrong to be a pedophile. I mean, have you seen this new thing called Cuties on Netflix? I haven't seen it, but everybody's up in arms about it because they're they're using children as sexual toys and playthings. We all know that's wrong. So pedophilia will always be wrong. You realize that your argument breaks itself down, right? Like you're just you're just moving on to something else because you used to use homosexuality to defend it because people would quote unquote inherently know that homosexuality is is bad. I'm guessing, and then you'd say, oh well, then so you know that there is is some some uh some law giver some giver of of objective morality so you just move mm -hmm. on to something else i mean it's just you, you just, just prove the fallacy you in your argument may i ask you a question what's the is definition it, it about of pedophilia? what's the definition of a pervert of a what 
of a pervert. What is the definition of a pervert? What? How, how is that relevant? How does that even because a homosexual is equally a pervert as a pedophile, and you just don't understand this. The scientific definition of a pervert is any person who takes any system whatsoever and uses that system in a way that was never designed to be used, which deforms or destroys oh. the functionality of the system. If so you are a you, sexual pervert, if so you are a, a sexual pervert, you so are using the, the Bible, sexual sir. reproductive system in a way it was never designed to be used, which right. destroys the function of the system that's what homosexuals do that's why they're sexual perverts and that's what pedophiles right. do that's why they're sexual perverts now so sir now pervert, do you right? understand why it's wrong for you to be a pedophile so you're a biblical pervert right no sir i know exactly what the bible says i'm a biblical literalist no no no, no. you were definitely using the bible in the way that it wasn't intended you were definitely a biblical pervert according to whom sir what do you mean? According to your definition of what a pervert no, is? No, sir. According to whom? Are you saying because you think I'm using it incorrectly? I'm a because biblical. Lit I'm sorry, sir. I'm going to go ahead and lower right, your so volume until yeah, I'm done talking, you. since you're going to do nothing but talk over me. Once again, when we're talking about the Bible, the Bible is perfectly time true, out. and that's the name of that tune. Time out. So we're going to get to the next super chat now. But it's just again, we're just talking past each other. Um, this is from Skylar Fiction for $5 Super Chat. Thank you, Skylar, for your Super Chat. Did Batman argue child rape is wrong because kids can't have babies? How about it's wrong because you are hurting them? I'm sorry. Um, harm is actually saying it's morally wrong to do something morally wrong. Mr. Skylar Fiction and I have had this conversation many times before. He's basically using vicious circularity. This is philosophy 101. If your argument is viciously circular, it is wrong because you cannot know it. Again, you're saying it's morally wrong to do something morally wrong. So where does your morality come from? Game over. And thus Noah's flood happened. And thus, why is it wrong for you to be a pedophile? Because Noah's flood happened. Okay, so the next super chat from Joshua Alec for four ninety nine. Thank you for your super chat, Josh. Never allow Mr. Batman on this channel ever again. This guy hasn't <laughs> said a single thing. What's the vocal equivalent of a backfiring physician or something? I don't even know what that means. Back <laughs> back for five physician? Yeah, something like that. Hmm. Yeah, okay. you don't have to respond. That's just, yeah. So we'll get to the next one. Um, Charlie Madsen for $5. Thank you for your super chat. Batman, the apple of knowledge was Lucifer's influence. So shouldn't we thank him for the truth and not God? Actually, no, sir. doesn't say apple. It says the fruit of the tree of good and evil. As a matter of fact, why do you think we call it the sin of Adam and not the sin of Eve? Because it was role reversal. It wasn't what, uh, and it wasn't Satan anyway, it was the serpent. Uh, again, the fact of the matter is, it was role reversal because Adam was standing right there. He should have stood up and been the man that God created him to be, but he didn't. As a matter of fact, it even says in Genesis, because you listen to your wife, I'm going to have to curse the entirety of the, the universe. You ought to read your Bible. Well, it doesn't say that Adam was right there, so you should read your Bible. Actually, it does. It says, no, gives to the I, man who was with him. I would love him. for you to provide that. Certainly. That would be uh, Genesis 
chapter 3, verse 6, when the woman saw that the tree was good for food and that it was delight to the eyes and that the tree was desirable to make one wise, she took from the fruit and ate it, and she gave all to her husband with her. Oh, he was right there with her. Do you see that, sir? He was right there with her? Yes, it says with her. Next. So our next super chat, the last one we have from Gabriel K for two dollars. Thank you for your super chat. So he or she, yeah, he. So you use Christ to support your perversion, okay? Um, you don't have to respond to that. That could be considered trolling. But if you want to, go ahead. And we're gonna probably uh, wrap it up here and uh, close her down. God blessed them and said to them, be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth and subdue it and rule over it, the fish of the sea and over the birds of the sky and over every living thing that moves on the earth. God said, be fruitful and multiply. Now, when man started going outside of those parameters, that's what's called being a pervert. That's why it's wrong to be a homosexual. That's why it's wrong to be a pedophile. That's why it's wrong to engage in sex outside of marriage, because you are perverting the way God designed you to live. This has been a moral question right from the get-go. But thank you very much for playing. Have a nice day. I'm Mr. Batman, destroyer of false worldviews. Okay. So we're going to probably close her down now. And we thank everyone for one of their super chats, everyone in the chat for participating tonight. Um, so James will be back here next time. He's just going through, uh, he's just piled down with work and things. So I... I think everyone understands that. Um, so um, we'll just close it here and keep sifting the, uh, what was it he always says? Keep sifting the reasonable from the unreasonable. Thank you and see you later. Repent. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big money on your outdoor project now at Menards. We have everything you need to keep your outdoor power equipment running smooth so you can keep that lawn in tip-top shape or enjoy some time on your boat. Right now, all FVP, lawn and garden, and marine batteries are on sale through May 5th. Check out our entire selection of FVP batteries today and view our weekly flyer on Menards.com for more great deals. Save big money at Menards.